Oh, you're listening to the What's Occurring podcast with Cal and Chuck. Tidy. My name is Callum Goddard and I follow Rob Bryden, a.k.a. Uncle Bryn, around London for 20 minutes just fangirling and didn't even say hello. And my name is Chuck Adolfi and I once got laid, legend, because a girl challenged me. Who, who says laid anymore oh, in 2019? awful word. I once got laid because a girl challenged me to get 20 out of 20 on a Gavin and Stacey quiz. And lo and behold, she had my corn on the cob, Cal. Oh, who, honestly, who am I <laughs> presenting this thing with? We are two super fans talking through the BAFTA award-winning sitcom, of course, Gavin and Stacey, reliving some of our favourite moments episode by episode and favourite quotes like, have you got any Johnnies? I ain't going in there bareback. Oh, and yeah, we'll be talking to legends of the programme, including cast members and super fans and a whole lot of fun on the way. Remember to follow us on social media at What's Occurring Pod on Twitter. Get in touch with the podcast, uh, What's Occurring Pod at gmail.com. We haven't made it just yet. We are still on the Gmail. Yeah, can I just add, Chuck? It's very <laughs> important they do follow this Twitter page because they may like they may be involved in helping us out further through the series. Of course, mate. Uh, yeah, get involved at What's Occurring Pod on Twitter. So without further ado, uh, each episode we decided we're going to have a little drink at the start of each episode, not because we're alcoholics, because uh, well. We- Wow. Uh, a little reference to the show in each episode. Exactly. So, for example, this first episode, we have got a nice, juicy bottle. Oh, God, it looks awful, doesn't it? it, it um, you know what? It looks <laughs> it looks worse than it is from the smell of it. I'm not sure about that smell. Anyway, it is Aftershock, which, of course, references the uh, first, second scene. Gavin, Stacey, Smithy and Nessa are together. So they've just met in Trafalgar Square. Uh, and they go into that dingy little nightclub. This is one of my favourite scenes of the first episode. And uh, they have a big drink order, which is uh, two beers, a double gin and tonic, white wine spritzer, and eight aftershocks. That honestly <laughs> sounds like you would be ordering at your local chuck. That is pretty much what I'm going to order later on this <laughs> evening, Callum. Love um, that, love that. <laughs> so yeah, we, we are going to be drinking eight aftershocks for each throughout the show. Yeah. Uh, so without further ado, should we just have the first one yeah let's have the first one you are know are we shotting it not gotta be done yeah bloody yeah hell. i think shots think perfect thank you very much a generous start <laughs> for um, those uh listening it's uh, it smells of a nice cinnamon it's um, horrible when chuck told me i said would it taste like sours and he sort of like shook his head at me and no, this has been fermenting in my room and on the top it says best served chilled and yeah, this has been by my radiator it's for a room temperature weeks. i can tell you that so, for chin chin cheers happy podcasting that is like listerine that is really bad Um, three more of those to go mate Uh, anyway first of all we so each episode we are going to be talking through the corresponding episode of gavin and stacy so this is series one episode one so we're talking through series one episode one of gavin and stacy and what a start it was yeah where it all began you know. I, literally, the memories I have from that. I, I, so I worked it out. So it, it was aired 13 years ago last week. Okay. Right? I was 10 years old when that happened. That is so weird. Yeah. That is so 10 weird. 10 years old. And like, as the quote we mentioned in the little intro there, have you got any Johnnies? I ain't going in there, bareback. I was 10. <laughs> <laughs> right. I, can I just say this um, now? We're getting this out of the way. I did not watch Gavin and Stacey live on television until series three. So I was a box set man. Yeah. But... A box set man or just an absolute fraud of a fan? Yeah, you could call me a fraud. <laughs> um, so yeah, it, it filmed, it record, aired uh, 12 years ago last week, 13th of May 2007. 
I mean, we're only 21, but I hate yeah. to say it, that does make me feel very old. Uh, Corden <laughs> actually tweeted about it last week, and he said, he tweeted along the lines, uh, my mum just messaged me, I can't believe that the first Gavin and Stacey episode was aired 12 years ago today, I'll never forget that day. And the, the replies were just packed with, well, you have, mate. <laughs> <laughs> You've forgotten it, your mum had to tell you. First episode, huge, huge, I, I, I can't remember a TV series where I've been so captured by the very, very first episode. And one of my personal favourite moments is the the sort of earliest scene we see of Gwen, Stacy, Nessa and Bryn all in the little oh, Barry Island house together. And this actually is when, if, you, if you've seen any of the extras, James Courtney says, it's the first moment he realised, shit, we've got something really funny here. <laughs> um, it is the line. And the truth is, I don't want anyone in this room being raped, myself included. <laughs> that little myself oh. included bit is like comedy gold. Um, and yeah, I think for me, that that was just such an incredible scene. I, I just love the whole episode. You're meeting the families yeah, for the first yeah, time. Yeah, no, absolutely. And as the series go on, I think that you look back at that first episode, they fucking nailed it. Yeah. Like, it, each character is just so well encapsulated by that first episode. Like lines with smithy lines exactly. with lines with all of them i think for me um the highlight moment of that um episode really was when we first meet pam and they're sat pamela. down pamela mick and gavin <laughs> are all sat down to have a meal and um pam whips you know, out, they'll be calling me three steaks pam yeah, pam whips out the three steaks and mick just looks at her like she's she's lost it and i'm says, on what? the atkins yeah she's on she's on the atkins diet and she's replaced all her carbs and her veg with her uh, she's having three steaks and it this for me is the best line of the whole episode it's when smithy comes in really chirpy and stuff <laughs> finish the day's work and like smithy darling would you like three steaks and he's like well i've just had a shepherd's pie but i'll certainly take two of them on oh mate honestly the, the <laughs> amount of times the amount of times i pull that out when i'm <laughs> faced with another plate of food oh it's sensational <laughs> i absolutely love it um back to the brin uh, back to the welsh household and brin gwen and nessa and for me so i've got a little theory here okay so for me uncle brin he is arguably one of the best characters in the whole series. hands down um I've got a little theory, though. Very, very interesting. So we meet Bryn for the first time in this episode. And you'll never, ever watch Gavin and Stacey again now. So Bryn lives across the road from Gwen and Stacey, directly opposite in Barry Island. So he's always popping around there. Obviously, mm. it's his sister and it's his niece. So he's obviously always going to be around my house. If you watch Gavin and Stacey now on... Every single time he walks into that house, he walks through the back door. Yeah. And I'll tell you why. So, obviously, the fishing trip is a big theory, a big reference. We don't know quite what happens, and so on and so forth. I think the fishing trip deserves a whole episode. Can I? Just of course, know? we will bring it up. Yeah. I mean, that is a given. Yeah. However, all I'm saying is, so we, we there's no confirmation if Bryn is gay or not. Yeah. However, every single time he enters their household, he goes through the back door oh and i think that is a little writer's secret to him being gay now with these things right okay i think that's completely plausible but the cynic inside me thinks we're just getting two media studies with it i don't think so do you I, not i genuinely think well because they ha i tell you why because they have loads of other little writer's secrets yeah, yeah, yeah i mean the fishing trip alone is like a whole thing you know they probably don't even know what happened on the fishing trip yeah. themselves well no apparently they don't yeah, I, I don't know. Maybe there's someone okay. out there who does. Okay. However, 
uh, they have stuff like you know the shipments in the west the references yeah. to serial killers they have they do have these little clever little writing yeah, yeah, secrets yeah. and i think this is one of them i think this is referring to brim being gay we never ever see him walk through the front door can um, i just ask how long have you had this theory for this has been so i i started re-watching it in preparation for this podcast yeah. a few weeks ago and I just noticed it. I think in the second episode again, he comes. So the second episode, of the first series, he comes through the back door again, and I was, I was just like, and he goes, "Only me." <laughs> that, yeah, that's no. That's how he starts every he's single. Got, he's got and a lot you of always hear the back. I, I genuinely think that he, it, that this is a reference to him being gay. That's all I'm saying. No, I get that. I get that. I, I can see that. I can see your thinking yeah. there. Yeah, and uh, let let us know if you find a moment. I, I haven't seen it yet. Where if Bryn actually walked through the front door and then you know maybe he's bisexual. Who knows? <laughs> yeah, who knows? First episode as well. Quintessential Smithy in action. Yeah, yeah, so, absolutely. Firstly, in the club, you know, Gavin and Stacey have that beautiful moment of their first kiss. I think, so we'll obviously speak about this a lot and we'll go into a bit more depth about Gavin and Stacey. But, um, you know, there's a lot of written about them, about them being potentially the shittest characters. But for me, I just think they pull out the Nessa and Smithy moment. Yeah. And this is exactly in the first episode as well. So Gavin and Stacey have this beautiful moment where they have their first kiss. And then the camera, the beautiful camera work, pans to Smithy whacking Nessa's ass in the club. Going, <laughs> oh, hey! And then um, the most quintessential Smithy moment, but possibly out of the series, uh, out of the whole bloody thing, is him outside the club in the first episode. And... He's, he's with Nessa. They're in a queue. They both... It's sort of in the background of Gavin and Stacey chatting. And Stacey invites Gav back. And then he's got this massive burger in his hand. He goes, Oi, Gavin! Gavin! <laughs> and it, the, the whole thing about um, going back to theirs. And then, the, obviously, the line. The golden line. Oh. Uh, Have you got any Johnnies? I ain't going in there, bareback. And <laughs> that, for me, Smithy asking for a Johnny outside a nightclub. Burger oh. in hand. Belly on show. The thing is, is, though, Smithy Gold. For a lot of people, I reckon that's quite a relatable moment. Um, yeah, not sure for you, mate. Um, <laughs> right, <laughs> no, no, okay. I get you though. It, yeah, it, for it a lot is of lads, quite, that's probably and that, that's the whole beauty of the program, exactly, isn't it? The, re- the, the relatability. Yeah. Um, but f- further on as well in the program, um, other sort of moments that I really, really like in this episode is the. the driving across wells we've all been well not me yet actually but i know what that feeling is you know when you're that in love you're prepared to just drop everything you're doing i can and, confirm and it, it, a, i've had that feeling chuck oh you've had that feeling yeah anyway, yeah if there's any welsh ladies out there now i'm joking um, <laughs> no but you know you're dropping everything you're doing driving across wells for that moment where yeah. you know outside dave coaches and then sets off stace's rape alarm um oh Right, moving on. I think it is time for another shot. Time for another aftershock. Fill me up. We've got three to go each. It is eight aftershocks. I have to the say, order. you know what? That is that is hit the spot already. I have to say. I'm not sure about that, mate. <laughs> no, no. I'm um, really clutching at straws here. On topic, we're actually going for a curry later this yep, evening. Um, yeah. So. Um, and but, Chuck, you're already eyeing up my booners. God. Um, <laughs> so it begins. Anyway. Oh dear. Cheers. Cheers. To that. cheers. Smithy, darling, shall we do some shots? My God. God. That is fucking horrific. Anyway. Honestly, that is the most fucking putrid thing I've ever (laughs) tasted in my life. Another comedy gold moment from the first episode. We do meet the absolutely wonderful RIP, God rest her soul, 
Doris, aka Judith Allen. Uh, what a legend and what a first scene. Her outside uh, her house talking about Stacey, uh, about going on a blind date yeah. the following day. And obviously she pulls out one of the greatest lines of the whole program. <laughs> uh, everyone knows a Doris. Everyone, everyone does a know a Doris. And she obviously tells Stacey uh, to not go the whole way on the first date. Just give her a, a kiss, a cuddle, or maybe a cheeky finger. <laughs> so for this week's episode, we have been asking you on Twitter at What's Occurring Pod, any outrageous advice you've been given to by OAPs? Uh, Drew says, my grandma told me to always propose at Easter if I was ever going to, because that's what Jesus would have wanted. I smokes a Cuban at Christmas and a pipe at Easter. Always has, always will. Okay, so um, Fleur on Twitter said her nan always told her to stay away from dukes and footballers. She never understood why. Uh, you know what they say about footballers. Basically, don't be a gold digger. Basically, that is, that is the underlying message from it. I think that is the key it. message, yeah. Fleur. Uh, and Dan says, I remember watching Alistair Darling on the telly around the 2010 election with my grandparents. My nan told me to never trust anyone with different colour eyebrows to hair. Um, <laughs> just a bit odd, really. Uh, delightfully devilish divok says i once went round to an old lady's and she said have you shaved yet and obviously i was 14 at the time i said no she brought me in and showed me a turkish barber razor she then started to shave me but she had arthritis her hand slipped next thing i was in hospital that was weird what what would you do in that situation sounds very traumatic what would you do you you've been asked into an old lady's house and she's asked if you've shaved my obvious response would be no and walk off wouldn't you? What, uh, delightfully devilish Devok. Why are you going around to... It sounds yeah. like it's almost a stranger. Yeah. Um, who is this old lady, devilish please, Devok? Yeah, please do um, confirm. And <laughs> why is she shaving you? Anyway, uh, I, thank I you. I wouldn't have random people shave me. I'm sorry that I'm not on that. Okay, and fa thanks so much for getting in touch. Uh, I think the key message there is do not go around to any old people, random old people's houses. Yeah, don't do uh, that. Devilish Devok, you naughty minx. Anyway, at What's Occurring Pod, if you want to get in touch with the podcast, what's occurring pod at gmail.com. We'll be doing one of them each week. Uh, it related to that episode. So that was obviously Doris and what a lady she was. And what an opening scene with Doris. Anyway, each episode, we're going to be analysing a particular character in a bit more detail. We're going to be going into the sort of nuts and cranny crannies that you might not sort of done yourself as watching the programme. And up first of course, is the ultimate, it's Smithy. It's Smithy. It yeah. had to be, he, didn't he, it? He had to be the first one we analysed. We had a little chat about this, yeah. and it, it just had to be Smithy, didn't it? Smithy really does, you know, go on a journey throughout this uh, this TV programme, and obviously we first meet his real character in the start of the first <laughs> episode of the first season, played by James Corden. He's 28 years old, and he's Gav's best mate. He's just honestly one of the best TV characters, in my opinion. He is, he is the kind of vehicle for Gavin's character, as we kind of discussed earlier in the sort of planning sessions. Gavin kind he of shits on both of them. I'm yeah. sorry. He just yeah. he he's just compare comparing him and Nessa to Gavin and Stacey. He's just the best but but that me. is why Gavin and Stacey aren't complete flops as characters exactly. because they have those two really boisterous best I'd mates. Say, no, fuck that. They are complete flops. They're complete flops. No, but there wouldn't be the show without Gavin. No, and yeah, Stacey. but th yeah, but I'm saying they're flops because they bring out the best. So those moments, like I said earlier, with Gavin and Stacey kissing in the club. I mean, that's just fucking standard sitcom yeah, crap, yeah, isn't yeah. it? You know, you've seen those moments so many times before. But what you haven't seen is a couple kissing and then some fat fuck uh, <laughs> slapping another 
fat bastard on the arm. I have seen uh, that, you and Cameo on a Wednesday. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus Christ. Oh. Oh, will shot. that make the edit? That's the case. Um, <laughs> I'm editing it, so yes, it will. <laughs> anyway, actually, on the subject of Aftershock, we will get I back we into the Smithy analysis. Yeah. We will have the third. And fuck me, it's going straight to my head. Yeah. Jesus Christ. We've, I got, have to, I, yeah. we've got a long night ahead. And we've got a big, um, oh, big curry. God. Anyway, cheers to that. Mm. <laughs> fuck. What is honestly in that? That has not become any easier. I'm just going to quit. Um, so back to Smithy. Yeah. <laughs> Hot and cool. Yeah, there yeah, we go. That's the sensation. Bloody anyway, uh, back to Smithy. Obviously, Smithy goes on a journey throughout... Uh, he pretty much is going out with Lucy from the offset, who we don't meet. She's yeah. 17. Bit um, of a fishy one, that. Bit of a fishy one. And we... 17 three quarters, actually. Yeah, of course. Got our driving theory in three weeks, but... Got 90%, <laughs> but okay. <laughs> um, yeah, got 90% of theory in a test in three weeks. <laughs> but okay, arms crossed. <laughs> <laughs> That's literally in the first episode. So right from the start, her and, uh, him and Lucy are together. And then, obviously, he shags... Nessa in the first episode. So what I want to know is, when do you think that they fall in love? Because obviously the whole series yeah. ends with them together. Yeah. So I, I think I've been thinking about this one. I think the moment the penny drops with Smithy is um, when she texts him saying, "I hope you're okay." He's got the feels, because, hasn't he? Because he's got the feels. Because he, yeah. he asks profusely about, you know, oh, what the fuck does this mean? Like. Why is she texting me? And it's yeah. just like, well, she's texting I get you, you, mate. I get you. You wouldn't overthink that if no, you didn't like someone. I've been there. Yeah, yeah 100%. guys do that. They he, overthink something that's it. important to them. Exactly. Yeah. And there's there's little bits and bobs like uh, in the christening episode as well. Right, at the start of series three, he, he you can tell he's really fucking burning when she yeah. gets together with Dave. Yeah. And they've announced the engagement and. He's having the christening slash engagement party. He's like, no one told me we were having a slash. And he's just really pissed off with No, Dad you're right. You're so right. he's so in love with her. Yeah. I think that's definitely in the third series. I think the third series is all about Smithy and Nessa. Yeah, and I think that is the main story. Mm. And then... But I think that all kind of stems from this the, first... the the Christmas special. Yeah. The Christmas special is definitely when you really realise, shit, Smithy's in love with him. Yeah. Uh, her, even him. Yeah, yeah no, absolutely. Uh, because the, I think the Christmas special is all about Smithy and because his heartbreak and he's still being himself, but you can tell he's torn, he's horrid. Like, he's literally, he gets, he sees the girl who he's in love with propose, uh, get, get proposed by... Dave coaches. Yeah, Dave coaches in of front all of him, people. In, in, in his best mate's living room, in front of all his best friends, in front of his best friend's parents. And it is just an awful moment for him. And and like, imagine, imagine, imagine your best, imagine being in your fucking best mate's house yeah. on Christmas Day, right? And the, the bird you really, really like slash love gets proposed to by another yeah. bloke in front of you. Yeah. It's absolutely that, horrid. That would not be nice I mean, whatsoever. Talk about shit Christmases. I mean, I've had a few, but that would top it. So we, we want to whittle down now the top three Smithy moments from the whole series, not just the first episode, the whole three series. And obviously with Smithy being yeah. such a highly rated character in our eyes, he is... Uh, put it this way. He's provide us with great moments. On top trumps. Yeah, he's, yeah, yeah. He's hitting high scores. He, he, if he was a match attack card, he would be a 98 rated shot. You're not shiny. really losing him. No, um, you're not. So we managed to whittle it down to four 
for the top three. We actually had a tied third. We chucked it out on Twitter t- earlier today at What's Occurring Pod. So please do get involved for future episodes. Coming in at a tied third is Smithy the Quizmaster. And what a Quizmaster he was. Absolutely off his face. You know what? I think this should be higher up. I really do think it's a great moment. I, I find it hilarious the way that he keeps trying to interject Gary Lineker into every question. I don't know, though. No, the three to come. No, of course, of course. But I do think it is a fantastic moment. <laughs> and then he moment. tries to crack on with Pam right oh. at the end. <laughs> <laughs> Mick was not happy about that. But yeah, in at three, joint third, we have the wedding speech where he absolutely crumbles. Bottles it. He, he he's the spurs of a wedding speech isn't he yeah <laughs> he certainly yeah. is uh, honestly uh, that gives me secondhand embarrassment that speech no it's one of those things you just find yourself cowering at when you watch it over and over <laughs> again no matter how many times you've watched it you think oh maybe this time he might re- deliver the good speech but he just bowls it every time and in at second the ultimate Christmas moment does Christmas really begin until you've seen Gavin and Smithy belting out Band-Aid for me that happens end of November honestly that, you first start watching I'm... that episode end of November. I try and avoid it to Christmas Eve. What? Yeah, I'm Gap, a Christmas No Eve way, Chuck. Do Honestly, you, I no, try and no, avoid sorry, it to Christmas There's no Eve. way you don't watch the episode before. <laughs> I'm pretty Christmas. sure I've watched it in like yeah, April you, time you've before. Probably, yeah, knowing you, you've definitely watched it in November, 100%. And yeah, in at number one, of course, it is the curry moment when Smithy orders the curry and Harrison on Twitter says imagine voting for anything other than the curry order I kind of have to agree with that yeah yeah I I completely agree I know people who know that moment who haven't even seen the programme is that iconic it's one of those things as well you watch it and you think blimey what is going on but then there's some slight bit of relatability to it it's honestly one of the most British moments ever you mean a big group of you chatting about what you're going to eat in the curry there's always someone who's not quite happy about the order that is usually me yeah. i am that greedy fat person are you are you <laughs> but it's the, it's the pop his head around the corner oh the sagaloo too please mick yeah i still do that oh. in curry houses to this day they, they don't get it they don't get it anyway there we go top four top three slash four smithy moments huge huge moments we'll be focusing on another character next week we are on the search for the creme de la creme of Gavin and Stacey fans. Have you followed Rob Brydon around London? Or have you shagged someone? Yes, I have, because of your extensive knowledge of the programme. This week, we have Morgan Price Evans. Her and her mates went viral after hosting a Gavin and Stacey-themed party. It got 1.82 million views on Twitter, and even James Corden got in touch saying how much he loved it. Before we get Morgan on the line... Another aftershock? Another aftershock. Um, oh, we have got an absolute blinder of a guest, but let's get blinded before we speak to her. Right. Fourth and final uh, aftershock, lost. times that by two. That completes the order of eight aftershocks. We did avoid the white wine spritzer, gin and tonic, and two beers. We'll maybe make up for it later uh, in the curry house, oh, eh? No, no, it's gone everywhere. Bloody hell. No. And that's, a, that's not a fucking shot. Oh, well, it is it's, for you, mate. It's about a triple. Right, can I just say, almost half this <laughs> bottle has gone. A water that is 17 centiliters, bloody hell. Oh, my word. I'm going to be spewing chin out chin. the studio. So, Chuck, do you feel confident? Wait, can I just neck the shot first? Yeah, sure. <laughs> what a first guess. Gavin Incredible. and Stacey royalty on the phone now. Hello, Morgan. Um, yeah, so just tell us how the idea came round. How long um, in advance? Like, what on earth? How on earth did you pull off something like that? Okay, so about last July, I think me and my friends were just going, we were just going for breakfast in um, Frankie and Benny's. And um, we just, we're all like big Gavin and Stacey fans. Like, we heard of Stella as well. Yeah, yeah, Ruth, of course. Ruth Jones is Stella, yeah. And we're all big <laughs> fans of that as well. And, nice. Um, we were like, oh, do you know what? All 
every person in our friendship group matches someone that's on Gavin and Stacey. That's great. So we, we're going through like all of them. We're like, yep, yeah, Greg's this person, Joanna's this person. I'm definitely Netta. That that leads me on to what I was going to ask. Are you? Was there much sort of a debate between who was going to go as what to the party? No, everyone had no one. There was no arguments at all. Everyone oh, wow. had one person, and that was it. I need some and of your friends. Like, yeah, yeah. Even the people who um, dressed up as the curry order were they all right with that? Well, I think they just... I, I didn't even know they were coming as the curry order. <laughs> <laughs> they just turned up and I was like, you know what, well done. Yeah, I think James, James Corn actually said that was the bit that killed him, wasn't it? The, yeah, <laughs> the boon is coming. How mad play. was that seeing on your phone at James Corden pop up? Was that a bit mental? Oh my God. I, I dropped my phone on the floor. <laughs> Yeah, describe I them. So describe like the hype. Obviously, you went pretty much viral. I think there's like two million views on it. So yeah, what was it like experiencing that? Like literally, so many Gavin and Stacey fans just crawling over you. It was it was pretty mega. Like I, I couldn't I, I couldn't believe it. I, I put it on my phone. I think <laughs> on like the Saturday Saturday night or, the, or something. And then all through the night, my phone was buzzing and stuff. And I was like, Do you know what? I've already got like two hundred likes. Yeah, like, there that, that's, that's done well. Yeah, that's incredible. And then I looked I looked at my phone in the morning. It was it was just continuous. I asked my phone on mute. It was just it was a bit much. <laughs> my friends, I, I couldn't keep off my phone. I, it was just it was horrendous. And, and what... me and my friends were gobsmacked. What was the actual party like? Did you get proper pissed or like was it yeah, actually a good pissed. night? Do you know what? Yeah, it was mega night. We had a good night. Some of my friends came from Wales and stuff. So nice. That was lovely. I'm from Wales. I'm from North Wales. So you're from <laughs> North Wales. Oh, wicked. So yeah. a bit more about the party. You were obviously Nessa. What's your impression yeah. saying? Is it decent? It has to be good. Um, it's not bad. Can we Go get? On. Can we get a where to she now? Oh, where to she now? <laughs> <laughs> it's not Love bad. It. It's not bad. Love you've, it. you've got the Welsh twang on you. Yeah. Um. <laughs> Yeah, so should should we quiz it up? I reckon we should. I reckon we should. I think right. I think you, you potentially could be in. I, I, I'm I'm backing myself though. To be fair, I'm backing myself. I, right, let's go. So how it's gonna work is um, you are the first person to come up against Chuck to be who's gonna be the Gavin and Stacey superfan and win the quiz. So I'm gonna have four questions each for you. And uh, they are very niche questions from that episode. So all of these questions are completely related to episode one of series one. Episode one. Okay. Brilliant. Yeah. Watched it yesterday. Oh, you amazing. It yesterday. amazing. Unbelievable. Okay. That is a super fan, right? A sign of a super fan. So it is not a buzz-in situation. I'm going to individually ask you the questions. So Chuck, you're up first. Okay. Actually, do you want to... Should, should we toss a coin? Yeah, should we toss a coin? Right. Morgan, call heads or tails? Um, tails. It's heads, oh. I'm afraid. It's heads. So, Chuck, you yeah. go first. I'll go. Cool. Let's have okay, it. Okay, so... Right, I'm ready. Question number one. What colour was ba- was Pam's jumper when she was yeah, telling the story of the crying badger? What colour was her jumper? What is this? Bloody question of sport observation well, round. it's the super fan quiz. I think quiz. I know this one, so... Uh, I'm going to... Uh, I'm going to go pink. That is correct. It's actually, yes, yes, yes. Bosh. That is correct. One out of Chuck. Right. What was Bryn's preference to the rape alarm? What was his first choice? So if you remember correctly, he he got the rape alarm because he couldn't get something else. What was that? Oh, pepper spray. Yes, (laughs) correct. That is an answer. That is a solid answer. Oh, I'm in trouble here, I reckon. Yeah, so we're we're tied level. Okay. Good one. Chuck. Yeah. What was Nessa eating when she met gavin smithy for the first time oh easy six two slices of pizza six quid these cockneys take the piss like that. <laughs> two slices of pizza easy yeah. job done pizza is the correct what? answer <laughs> question number two for you morgan 
What colour was the thong Smithy woke up with in the hotel? <laughs> oh, <laughs> black. Uh, it's red, isn't it? Yeah, it's red. Yes. I'm afraid oh, incorrect. On. So, 2-1's like, Chuck. It's, it's red. Yeah. 2-1 yeah. after 2. It's a very distinctive red thong. All right, <laughs> Chuck, question number three for you. Let's have it. The beer that the boys drank on the train to London <laughs> was made in the hometown of which German football club? Oh, my God. Wait. We were chatting about this we, the other day. We, no, we were literally talking about we, it yesterday. we've mentioned this in the podcast. Um, no, we haven't. Oh, we haven't. No. Wait, None we, of these we, questions we've, we'd have talked about. We were about. literally chatting about this the other day. One of Germany's best kept secrets. It is one of Germany's best kept secrets, but which it, football team is it home to? Right, I know it's Borussia something. It's either Dortmund or Mönchengladbach. I think it's Mönchengladbach. Can you say your final answer? Is it Borussia Mönchengladbach? <laughs> that is the correct answer. Unreal. Oh, <laughs> yes. He's 3-1 up. So unfortunately, Morgan, that means... No, you've got to score two and yeah. hope I miss, basically. Okay, yeah. okay, yeah. Right. What song was playing when Gavin and Stacey first got it on? Oh, yes. That oh. night in the hotel room. <laughs> Last request. Yes. Oh, Can I have the artist as well? It's Big Paolo, Pardon? isn't it? Yeah, she said yeah, Paolo. Yeah, I, yeah, Paolo. Sorry, cut out. Okay, perfect. So, 3-2, three, 3-2. Two, three, two. Chuck, your, for, your for fourth and final question for the W. It's a finish the line. Oh, no, I'm useless. And Smithy said, so... I'll give you a ring, yeah? What was Nessa's response? Oh, easy. I'll get a life, Smithy. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Unreal. Oh, don't test me. Okay, Morgan, do you want to just do your final question? <laughs> might as well. Consolation. Yeah, let's te- let's test your uh, let's test your knowledge. What age did Stacy want to completely stop smoking by? Oh, I haven't got a clue. <laughs> first line, isn't it? Yeah, I'll stop giving line. up. I'm going to start giving up by the age of 28 and I'm going to stop by the age of 30. That is, yeah. Um, I mean, Chuck has oh. well and truly won that. <laughs> well done, Morgan. Unfortunately, oh, you weren't the winner fan. today. You're not the super no, fan, I'm afraid. Oh. I mean, you can have That's all your all right. parties, all your comas, but... Yeah, well, I'm not bloody inviting you to. <laughs> oh, come on, no, please. <laughs> oh, that was unbelievable. Thanks so much for coming on. You're a legend. No problem. And there we go. The first episode of What's Occurring Podcast over. I hope you've enjoyed Just all like the that, shenanigans. Chuck. Just like that. Unbelievable episode. You know what? It's been really nice digging deep and uh, thinking about the stuff that maybe you don't usually think about when and, you're watching the episodes. And lots of stuff to come as well. Uh, join us again next week, next Monday. More Gavin and Stacey references. We'll be talking through the second episode, the mighty second episode, when uh, Gavin turns up on Stacey's oh, door. what an episode. have a massive argument. What an episode. Um, the whole Jehovah's Witness. And of course, the quiz. The quiz. The, the quiz, quiz is, in, this is in the next episode. And remember, so, you guys can get in touch on Twitter at What's Occurring Pod. Let us know what you're most excited for. And also just tell us your favorite moments from that series. And also keep an eye out for polls and other things you can get involved And do with. send us a cheeky email as well. Yes. What's Occurring Pod at gmail.com. We'll be putting up another little thing related to uh, the second episode. So this week was about Doris and OAPs. Yeah, we had some great stories with that. And yeah, so do keep an eye out on our social media. Thank you so much for listening. We hope you've enjoyed it as much as we have. Oh, the episode's over. So sling your hook or I'll break your face.